This week in the Gospel of John, we see two of John the Baptist's followers trade up from following the Old Testament's greatest prophet to following the Son of God, which would seem like a no-brainer, right? You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. It's easy to forget that John the Baptist had followers of his own. John was a very big deal. He was a prophet like Israel had not seen in hundreds of years. Huge crowds of people came to see and be baptized by John. And yes, some of them stuck around. And that's important to keep in the back of your mind when you hear or read John 1, 35 to 42. The passage starts out, John was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. And in the next sentence, it tells us that the two disciples of John heard what he said and they followed Jesus. These two guys were disciples of the greatest of the Old Testament prophets. John, like I said, was a very big deal, and these were his guys. Yet when they saw Jesus, they were gone. Because while the very greatest of the Old Testament prophets is good, the Son of God is much better. What's fascinating is we don't ever hear of any of John's other disciples leaving in favor of following Jesus. And we know that up until the time of his execution at the hands of Herod, John still had disciples. How do we know that? Well, because in Luke chapter 7, while John languishes in prison, his disciples are running messages between him and Jesus. John was good. Jesus is the best. And yet, only two of John's disciples seem to have left John to follow Jesus. Now, it's easy to look on those guys and think, man, did they miss the boat on that one? But the thing is, we make that trade all the time. We choose good over God all the time. Well, take promiscuity, for example. In a sense, it's choosing good over God. And don't get me wrong, promiscuity is bad. It's bad for the way in which it profanes the sacredness of the people involved. But what people are attracted to and what draws them in is something very good. The human person is very good. Human relations are very good. People are an image and likeness of God. The creation, us, is good. God says so. But the creator, God, is the best. And when we choose ourselves before God, we make the same choice, and probably a little worse, that John's disciples made. When we choose to skip mass to go do other things, well, most of the time, we're placing good over the best. We're choosing a shadow over that which casts it. We're called to be like the two disciples, John and Andrew, who left the greatest prophet to follow the one true God. We're called to forsake things that are good so that we can have what's better than anything else. And truthfully, that can be hard to do. Saying no to good is hard. God gave us good things to be enjoyed in their proper context, and every good thing is given by God. But even good things can become terrible when instead of serving to point us toward the greatest, they become the ultimate objective to us. Money, for instance, is good for the good that it can do. But the love of money, well, that's the root of all evil. Do you get it? It's okay to make a lot of money, but if you love money, you have a very big problem. Good, when placed before great, is always a problem. This week's message and challenge are simple. Don't forsake perfect for what's good. Don't worship the things that are supposed to point you at the Lord. 
The challenge is to take a look at your life, look at your habitual sin, look at where you're devoting your time and ask, am I placing good before great? This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.